Hey now, hey now, it's your girl Patria Brumfield, your host and personal empowerment coach, gracing the airways with boldness, honey. I'm excited to be sharing my little corner of the world with you and humbled to be sharing my voice in your personal spaces. Listen, I hope today's content will provoke, prompt, and inspire you to embrace all things boldly, purposefully, and unapologetically. Well, let's get into it, shall we? Lean in. Let's go out. Welcome to All Things Bold Podcast. I'm your host and empowerment pusher, Patria, and I am super excited about today's episode on this faith-based podcast, and it is my heart's desire, okay, to provide quality for every listener. I want to make sure that you maximize your listening experience and receive all that you have from this podcast and what we have to offer. And Yes, I pray that your day is off to an amazing start and that you're doing okay. I hope you have started your day with some good old act right, you know, because uh, sometimes life be lifing and people be peopling and bills be billing, you know, so on and so forth and so forth and so on. And sometimes life is great and wonderful and magical. And sometimes life can be a thorn in our flesh, but guess what? we get up to live another day you woke up with a fresh start and have been given a day of exposure to redefine or to uh, embrace new opportunities and time to uh, rediscover the new things that's um happening in your mindset in your emotions in your willingness to do something different what and plus you owe it to yourself to just be right anyway to just be fabulous anyway and to be bold why because you were built for it well as some of you know this is the month that has been geared towards intentionality starting off the month with being intentional um and so the theme for this month is the power of intentionality now this is our last episode in the month of january um last month uh, or last month last week i was um sick my husband and myself and um Honey, that thing, whatever that thing was banging, and it took me down. And so um, we had to make up for um, um, sipping tea with sisters in the upcoming month and as we're entering into the month of love. But I am so happy to um, be back with you um, and getting back into the swing of things um, this would be our fourth Thursday. And on our fourth Thursday is Thirstship Thursdays, where the content captures all things relational and purposed to enrich um, relational connectivity, um, to provide um, insight and strategy and wisdom and fresh perspective and outlook on relationship and how to show up in our relationships healthier and being more transparent, um, opening uh, new avenues to exhibit new behaviors, huh? Because sometimes we have to shift and change our own behaviors and not just the other person to set clear and healthy boundaries and to live life um, to the fullest because we only get one life um, to to live it the right way. Um, so let's take this moment to woo-sigh because um, talking about relationships, sometimes it's not easy. Some relationships are difficult and um, necessary, and we just sometimes just need um, some new and fresh perspectives and ideas and strategies so that we can apply them to our relationships. So I'm going to put out this disclaimer. Uh, 
Yeah, because I don't want no smoke. But if you bring it, I can handle it. What? If you bring the smoke, I can handle it. Um, and I do. Well, uh, I like. I would like to. Let me, that's yeah. That's where I'm going. I would like to give a caution that this content of this faith-based podcast may be triggering for some, insightful to others, um, and empowering to most. And you may fall in love with Jesus. And you may start liking me. And you may be inspired to show up in your lives boldly. So be careful, child. Okay. Uh, all of those things are good, good, good things. Um, the purpose for this faith-based podcast is to provide content that cultivates hope, provides empowerment, challenges perspective, um, challenge perspectives, scarring, and strengthen and reinforces your faith. Um, and we do that by providing tools to uh, shift and transform um, how we see things, how, how you may see things by having different, um, you know, conversations. Um, of course, it's myself tonight. So, but when we have relationship uh, or uh, Thursday Thursdays, we do usually have guests. Um, but tonight it's just me, myself, and Jesus, and Holy Spirit, and my Father, God. I don't know why I'm singing, but yeah, so it's going to be me tonight. Um, but it's geared towards those things to just trigger or jog um, some memories that you can go back and um, heal from and things of that nature and to soul search, right? Like what's wrong with me? Oftentimes in relationships, it's so easy to point the finger at the other person without owning our own stuff. And I am a believer of owning our own stuff. You will hear that. Um, you would definitely hear that right here in a minute because I also like this podcast um, because I want you to give yourself permission to own your stuff, right? To own it, to to dissect it, um, to clean it up, um, but to embrace the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Um, and it's okay to start where you are. It's okay to do this without feeling guilty or being shameful or judgmental of yourself because You'll hear me say it all the times. We all have wrinkles in our paper, but it's what we do with what we identify, right? And so if you can own it, listen, you can conquer it. I said one more time, if you can own it, you can conquer whatever that it is and do something about it. So listen, I said all that to say, um, but I'm going to say this. I am not an expert on all of the topics that will be discussed and shared here, but I can assure you that I am an expert in my own personal experiences, and I'm an active participant on this thing called life or this journey called life. I am an astute student of transforming my own self by practically put it into place some of the things that you will hear me discuss. And so um, I'm confident in the skill sets that I gained over the years and um, the lives that have been changed by some of the things that I have offered. And so with that being said, just understand and know that I'm sharing my thoughts and my insights and my honest opinions on said topics and the experiences that I may have endured and have gleaned from um, for this topic. Um, I do like to read and research, so I will share some thoughts on some, you know, experts and, and some of the things that I've read on said topic. So all of that being said, I'm just here to share information. This podcast is informational, and so it's informational, conversational, um, sometimes hysterical, um, all of the all of the things, okay? But we're gonna be bold about it. So tonight is Thursday, Thursday, which is geared towards relation 
relationships, right? And so we're being intentional. And so I found this amazing topic um, that was written by uh, uh, Alexandria S. She doesn't give her um, last name, but uh, I found it, I believe, on LinkedIn. Um, and she talked about intentionality. But before I um, start breaking down her, her, um, you know, her outlook on it, um, I'm just going to do a recap of what intentionality is. The Oxford Dictionary defines intentionality um, as um, being done on purpose and deliberate. Um, and so intentional relationship requires a person to be active rather than passive. It requires us as parents, as um, spouses, partners, siblings, and, and everybody else that makes up our core, right, to take action instead of waiting for the other person to do it. This is one of my big pet peeves. But before we get into this content tonight, I am going to do the quotes of the day. And I really like this. It is a, um, an, an, an anonymous quote. It was on Pinterest. But I don't see an author's name, but I believe that is really good. It says, to consciously love means to be intentional about the kind of relationship you want to be in and deeply committed to growth. I'm going to say that again. To consciously love means to be intentional about the kind of relationship you want to be in and deeply committed to growth. Committed, growth intentional i love all of the words consciously uh yes all of the things and that's to uh from an anonymous um author of that and so i love it i love it so let me hop into um some of the things that i've gleaned from the uh the research that i've done um so the um Alexandria, who is a leadership coach, um, who's a certified leadership coach, she says that, um, excuse me, intentional relationship building um, is basically um, identifying that as humans, we are socially driven and um, love to connect with other human beings. And I know some of us may be introvert, some of us may be extrovert, and some of us may be ambiverts, where we are both uh, and, and dual. We thrive in environments, especially like if we're intro, introverted, we, we, don't, we don't like all that stimuli, right? We don't like to be around a lot of people. And then if you're extrovert, you get a drive of, of being around a lot of people, being social. And if you're an ambivert like myself, where um, I, I some days I just want to be by myself. I don't need all that. I don't. Want, I don't like to be around a lot of crowd of people. Um, and but my gifts make me extrovert. So when people see me, I'm loud. I'm joy, jubile, excuse me, and all of these things. And then, so sometimes people look at me and be like, oh, Patricia's an extrovert, but I kind of fit in the category of ambivert. And so I'm in between those things, but each of us have different levels of needs. So in our relationships, um, we have to understand that there's different needs. When we, if you're a parent, your children have different needs. If you work with coworkers, there's different needs. If you're in ministry, there's different needs. So so on and so on and so forth and so on and so it um when it comes to uh socialization it requires something different so having healthy relationships and showing up in healthy relationships allows us to create these safe and secure places um that can lead to um great enjoyable relationships um, and so if we have the understanding of what that person needs and what you need from that relationship, then we understand, um, uh, we, we can better, I don't want to say understand, but we can better show up in those relationships and understand the key foundations of, uh, of the relationship. And so, um, she suggests that there are four pillars of a relationship and those are um, made up of trust, um, communication, which is a big one, 
empathy and respect. And like, I always go back to the forgiving part because empathy is found in forgiveness. It's looking at it from a different angle, right? And having empathy on that person, understanding that they may not have the capacity to provide you with what it is you're needing, right? But to make up relationship, we have to trust that the people that we are letting in our sphere and our bubbles rather, um, our, our, yeah, our sphere of influence and our bubbles, our safe place, um, our place where we are vulnerable, that we trust them um, so that we can be vulnerable. So trust is necessary in healthy relationships and being able to communicate. Um, and this is an area that I used to struggle in uh, a lot. I didn't want to be vulnerable because I had been wounded by people I thought I could trust. And so I began to um, deflect a lot. I began to self-defend or um, and all of this stuff. And so I, I wouldn't communicate as well. Um, or I thought I was communicating well and that person was lost. And so communication is real big in respect. Um, uh, oftentimes we have no, or we don't have a good foundation in our relationships because we lack respect. And I've been here, done that. We lack respect. We, we're dogmatic. Um, we don't em show empathy. So we don't empathize with anyone. We poke blame or we find blame, um, all, all of that stuff. And uh, it goes on and on. So find a level ground of just being respect. And she, um, the byproduct of those elements and those pillars of uh, establishing a healthy relationship is uh, to build strong and healthy relationships. With trust, there's honesty, right? Communication, there should be honesty, empathy. You should be honest with that. Um, and um, create that space to forgive and support. And um, without the respect, you can't have none of the things, right? And none of the things. So relationship has specifically, um, uh, has specific needs and designs and so it's not a one-size-fit-all type of situation and I had to learn that because honey I used to see everything kind of like black and white there was no gray area with me um and so there's not no one-size-fit-all in our relationships we all have different needs even in our friendship if you have friends some of us are the friend that pours right we pour into our friend we encourage our friend and then some of us are the ones being poured into. That don't make you low level. That just means I may need to be built up. And then there's some of us that's peers. We're standing on the same level ground. We're solid in who we are, you know, or whatever. And so um, we just have to find that, uh, identify who we are in the relationship. So then there's no hidden expectations, right? Because if I'm the person pouring into that friend, right? I can't expect for them to give me what I'm giving them because they may not have the capacity to give that to me. And trust me, I've been here a lot of times and I would be very, very upset because I am a lover and I love hard. I am a giver and I will give you the to shut off my back but I had to find balance and I had to identify that some of the people that was in my life um, could not perform at the level that I was performing at because they did not have the cap capacity to do that okay and so that's very 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 important to remember relationships are not a one-size-fit-all I'm gonna say that again relationships are not a one-size-fit-all Ah, and it requires intentionality to seek out and to cultivate these relationships. You need to seek out where you fit in that person's life. And if the season is up, because oftentimes, if you're a lot like me, um, sometimes I don't like a lot, a lot of change. Like I kind of lay back and I'm like, we're good here. But some relationships are seasonal. Some relationships are long lasting. And some relationships are there to help you learn. Either you're learning something or they are learning something. But it's, it's, it's on a time restraint. It's on a time limit. Okay. And so, um, but we need to seek them out. Um, 
we just got to seek, seek them out. And to be intentional is to be active in creating an outcome, what, it, purpose. What is these relationships, uh, serve, what purpose are they serving, right? Being intentional is identifying, okay, what are we doing in this relationship? Um, is it helping me grow? Is this relationship helping me grow? Am I, I'm the one that needs to be pouring, um, identifying the purpose and cultivating an outcome and being active in that. And then another thing before that, asking God, God, what, 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 what is this? What relate, what type of relationship is this? Is this a seasonal relationship? Because sometimes we can, we can love what we do, especially as coaches and mentors and things. We love what we do. And we want to help people. And um, it's very dangerous. I've done it where I've just been like, I, I'm in love with this person. I believe that, um, you know, they're amazing. I believe that I can identify with some of the things that they're saying. And you miss the mark because you're trying to chase something that's uh, devoided in you and not waiting for God. And you rush into stuff and you come out disappointed or broken or um, hurt or offended or all these things. So be careful um, before we just start doing stuff and, or leaving the relationship out of timing because you got offended or mad or, or your uh, feelings got hurt or you there was a disagreement, whatever it is. So all of those things be intentional to create an outcome. So to intentionally build relationships um, means we're actively creating opportunities for connection. What? Yeah, creating opportunity. I know we live in a day and age where we text stuff all the time. Um, we email, we do everything uh, opposite of back in the days where it required us to sit face to face. It required us to take uh, initial steps and intentional, step, uh, intentional steps to um, maintain connectivity in a real authentic, honest way. Um, it's putting in the effort to make the time to reach out, to create um, um, an environment for us to build and stuff because some of us won't reach out. I am big. If you, if I, I I'm a, I'd love to talk. I'd love to talk to people, but if I'm not a big phone person, I'd like to talk to you in person. But if you call me and I haven't talked to you in a while, honey, I will empty my whole self out about my business, wanting to know what your business is or ways I can help you to achieve your goals and businesses, child, it's, 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 it's crazy. And so I'm learning to now try, I'm trying to just be an active, a really good active listener. And so I listen and then all these ideas come up. And so I have to slow myself down because sometimes some people want to just call to pour out. And so I'm in working on that in 2024. And then I get a little nervous. Fun fact about me is that I get nervous and I become a chatterbox. Like if I don't have um, real roots with you, I have like this social awkwardness. Like I don't even know what to say to you. So I just talk your ear off. And then now this person is probably ready to run from me, huh? They're ready to run from me because I'm just chattering, chattering, chattering. And really in real life, I don't know what to say to you because I don't know you. And I don't want you to think I'm mean because backstory, um, when I was in high school getting ready to graduate, I have a resting face. Um, some of us have uh, use it, uh, use, you know, an explicit here, but I have a resting face. So if I'm not smiling, I don't look particularly friendly. And so um, a lot of people would just deem me either stuck up or um, mean. And I'm far from all of those things. I just did not know I'm very observant. And um, and so some people didn't approach me because they thought either I was stuck up or I was mean. And so I had this little stigma, or my grandma called them patches, um, that was like kind of given to me. Like I was the girl who thought she was all that. And really in real life, I was just, I was just simply being me. And in that, 
you know, came the stigma. So I, I said all that to say is if if you just be you and show up and um and 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 create the efforts, just 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 be open. And so I learned how to be open and I learned how to be intentional and I I'm learning how to cultivate those things and creating um that thing and so I had to learn how to smile often I learned how I'm learning how to just listen and so um even if I'm just listening without any expression I have to be okay in my own skin to say I'm good I have no qualms I'm good you know I so I have to do a lot of self-talk but I'm going to be actively listening um in this year just resting in who I am so that I can cultivate and show up in my relationships healthy, huh? Intentional, intentionally. So why should we want to be intentional in building relationships? Huh? Because the benefit of intentionality creates relationships um, that last, that last, huh? A few major wins are stronger bonds, security, accountability, and support. And accountability is like a huge, 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 huge one because um, some of us don't want to be told nothing, huh? In our relationships as as wives, sometimes we don't want our, our husbands to tell us that we can't buy no more stuff from Amazon because we have other important things to take care of, huh? Or, uh our husbands don't want us to tell them to go to the doctor sometime um to get checked up because they in their mind they say they okay and they think they they know their body better hmm? and so it drives you up the wall some of our children think they know more than us even though we've been here longer than them i was one of them children too you was too probably you know all of these things so those uh things make up stronger bonds it provides security so i feel safe coming to you i i i'm okay coming to you because i know you're gonna hold me accountable and i know you're gonna support me you're not gonna just uh uh tell me uh tell me off and let me go do whatever but no you're gonna support the initiative of change and you're gonna also help me cultivate it and you should do the same thing um too and we create environments for us to thrive. So we create safe places so that person can thrive, that person can grow. Because sometimes as children, we don't want to talk to our parents because we're, as parents, we're too busy trying to protect our children. If you're a lot like me, I want you to be protected. I want you to know everything that you need to know so you won't stumble or make no, um, not make the same mistakes that I made. But I have to understand my kids are not me. And the mistakes that I made, those are mistakes that I've made. That does not mean that they're going to make them. And having that fear of them making those same mistakes is the driving force of being overbearing. And so I had to learn how to say, okay, let them walk their own path. And then I will be their support should they fall down and bump their heads, which they will do. I am um um, on the brinks of being an empty nester. This is my, my baby boy's last year of school. And so I'm like, yikes, yikes, yikes. Who am I? Um, I've been mommy and uh, mama and ma all these years. So now I have to, you know, recalibrate. And then I have older children who are parents and, um, and all of that stuff. So I, I'm a nanny. I have grandbabies. And so now I don't want to make my life about just, okay, now I have to take care of my grandbabies. I have to live and adjust and all that stuff. So creating a safe place to do all of those things. Yep. 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 And intentional relationships create a stronger bonds that are able to not only wither uh, uh, weather through conflict, but actually grow through conflict. All conflict, I'm going to say this for somebody in the back, all conflict is not bad conflict. Oftentimes we look at conflict as a negative thing, but conflict can actually be a beneficial thing. It causes you to show up properly. It causes you to look at things from different angles. Uh, we don't always have to agree 
right? We can disagree. We can disagree. And a conflict can be managed um, differently. <clears throat> we, we have to manage conflict differently. We don't have to pull out the swords because we have conflict. <clears throat> Excuse me. So security creates, uh, uh, security is created when people are valued and trusted. That's the part where people feel safe with you, even though we may have differences, even though we may have uh, a disagreement. I safely trust in you that even though we have a, dis uh, a disagreement, that you're not going to chop me to um, ground B. You ain't going to ground, put me in the grinder, but I can still, I still value you. I still respect you and I still trust you. And so we don't want, we don't want to, to, to be them, those people, but we do want to hold each other with accountability and accountability um, comes from mutual respect one for another uh, for the desire uh, the desire outcome to be our best right to 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 uh, show up properly so these are the things that we should do some of the other things that I learned and gleaned from the article is uh, how to be intentional in our relationships because some of us we've learned uh, how to be comfortable in dysfunction and how to function in dysfunction and how uh, and sometimes we think that this being dysfunctional is okay we say things like I, I am who I am and instead of saying I want to be better we we adjust to the big elephant in the room but one of the things we can do is be a good listener listen to one another not listen to respond but listen to the heart of the person listening is more than just being quiet and waiting for your turn it takes intentional uh uh, uh effort to listen and i'm not saying listen in your mind as thinking of oh i'm gonna buy these shoes on amazon i hope they still on sale or or whatever it's actually listening and sometimes rehearsing back what the person said, like from how you heard it. This is what I hear you saying. Is this what you mean by that? And allowing that person to clarify if needed, right? Um, another one uh, exercise is give freely. When we intentionally build relationships, we find opportunities to give freely relationships this is how, what alexandria said and it's really good relationships are like gardens gardens they require time and effort and when uh, and we give ourselves time and effort then the guard and when we give our times uh ourselves are uh, when we give our time and effort goodness get it out girl when we give ourselves time and effort uh to that garden Guess what happens? The garden blooms and grows and all of that stuff. Um, and um, when we give out of a, a, a clear heart, a pure heart rather, and a free, and free from expectation and reciprocity, uh, reciprocity because sometimes we do want like I give and I'm expecting you to give back. Sometimes we just give because we want to. Sometimes I buy stuff for my husband just because I want to. I'm not saying buy buy something for me. Sometimes I buy for my children just because I want to. Sometimes I buy for my grandchildren just because I want to. It's it's being able to give freely without without uh, uh, reciprocity, without it coming back. Now now I'm not saying that um it's not uh, it's a problem with wanting um that to be reciprocated not at all because we it, reciprocity in relationships are needed but having the understanding that is how one of each uh, how we all give is different it does not have the same measure right i can't 
because I have a larger capacity in some relationships, I can't expect for them to match my capacity, if that makes sense. You may have higher capacity or you may have lower capacity and you have to be okay with what you can give to a relationship and what um, you are received, what you receive from a different relationship. And it requires maturity. Intentional relationships require maturity requires maturity and it requires um, us to accept um, advice and feedback and value that uh, feedback because some of us don't want to be told nothing and child the third is to build trust without trust there is no relationship I'm gonna say that for those in the back Without trust, there's no relationship. You cannot tell me that you are in relationship with me, but you can't trust me. You can't trust my character. I used to say this all the time um, to like to some people. And sometimes, sadly, you would think the people that was walking alongside of you for many, many years that they knew you until something arises and they treat you like, I'm not going to say it, when they, they treat you like somebody um of of no little to no value like did you filter that through my character you know me all these years have you ever seen me behave this way now if you out here being raggedy in these streets here if you out here raggedy and you're unpredictable and they don't they've been around you and they know today you're up tomorrow you're down today you're nice tomorrow you mean then yes they don't know you they don't trust you they don't trust your character they trust what you have shown them and so if you want something different you need to start changing your behavior and being consistent with that consistency is key i remember a time how do i know that okay i tell you i'm not telling you what i've heard i'm telling you what i know there was a time with me i was very very fickle i I was very fickle and see i can say that and own it because that was the truth i was very fickle so no one knew how to uh, approach me fully because they don't they didn't know who which portrayal they were going to get and so after doing this for a number of years eventually i have trained i had trained some of the people how to teach me treat me we teach people how to treat us and so uh, when i began this journey of changing and transform uh, transformation and owning my stuff and wanting a new outcome some people were constantly put me back on the cross and that's what we do to jesus unfortunately he already died for it but every time we go to him with the same old stuff we we throw it back throw it back throw it back and we put him on the cross put on cross and i felt like i was being crucified all the time like i'm not her no more you keep on bringing up stuff that i've never done but over time that's what i taught them and so that's what they were expecting and that's what they believed and so it took years of consistency to show that person that is not who i am so if you are one of those persons who feel like I am changing and I'm not her on our, or I'm not him, then be consistent, but don't try to defend yourself because the moment you try to defend yourself, it reinforces what, what that person has said or what that person believes. Just be like, okay, I understand. And it's easier said than done, but you have to let it rest there until the trust is built again. Okay. Until the trust is built again and building uh, intentional relationships require our motivations, our motives to be genuine and pure, okay? We ain't trying to to get on a good side, to get, uh, to have a come up, to get a platform or to get close to somebody else that has what we want. Our motives is pure. Like I believe that this relationship is uh, um, worthy of what God is saying and we go from there, okay? So that article was so, so good to me. And I hope I hope that um, this is good. I hope that this is helping somebody because intentionality is hard work. There's another uh, article that I read. It's called Better Together Family Therapy. And I, I had to save it in my bookmarks because it was so, so good. And it was um, from um, different therapists that um, had joining um, um, like just information, but intentionality is hard work, but it pays off. That's what it said in the um, in that article. Intentionality is hard work, but it pays off. And I would like to just tweak that just a little bit. Intentionality is a challenging work, 
but it pays off because when we hear the word hard, we 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 don't want to do it, but it challenges us. It challenges us to think from a different perspective. It challenges us to see uh, out of le- uh, new lenses. Um, it challenges us to adjust our behaviors, our desires, our uh, our, our needs. Uh, intentionality is uh, a selfless. It's, it it strips us of all the things that we want, but gearing it towards the thing, the outcome, the payoff, right? That I'm going to do this thing because there's a payoff ahead of me. So I might lose some sleep if I try to exercise, right? I might lose some sleep or if I have to study or if I do anything, it requires sacrifice. Intentionality is sacrifice, honey. And uh, intentional relationships, they're not convenient. They require commitment. They require trust. They require a commitment of believing and acting in our relationships the right way and all that stuff. It requires of us. Intentionality, I'm going to say this, intentionality requires of us, okay? So that is our um, good stuff um, for um, tonight um, as it pertains to intentional relationships. And so we're going to dive in to our uh, root work. And so our root work, I try to give some challenging things if I remember, because child, I don't talk to her a lot, but I want you to list some of the people that's in your core space, you know, those who are closest to you and do an evaluation. Uh, do you trust them? Huh? Um, we go back to those, uh, those four pillars. Um, do you trust them? Are you committed? Right. Do you have empathy in those relationships? Do you respect them? Um, and what what's the purpose? What's what are you uh, actively creating in those relationships? Um, just do an evaluation. Do do you need to cut them off? Now, some people have a cut off spirit and just be cutting folks off because you're mad. Do your relationship ha- uh, uh, have accountability? Right support um is do you have reciprocity because some people be in relationships and some people there just to get 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 suck you dry no we ain't doing that in 2024 these relationships are going to have a purpose so that is your exercise to do an evaluation making sure that you have the four pillars and then the added things so the four pillars is the uh communication the trust the empathy, the respect, and I'm added the accountability, the support, the reciprocity. Um, b- basically, a give and take relationship. Is it healthy? You know, evaluate the health of your relationships. And now for our word bank, because biblically, God, God is a relational God. He wants relationship with us. And so here's our scriptures, John 13. 35, 34 through 35, it says, a new commandment, I, a new commandments I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you love, uh, uh, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have, uh, have love for one another. So basically Jesus is saying, love people, love as he loves us love as he has loved us what does that entail god god sent his only begotten son to die for us to sacrifice um him uh, himself for us to reconcile ourselves one to him he was very selfless he has given of himself and we can't earn it and then i read this one article and this is a part of the uh, word bank um, and I love the point for it. it says you can't possibly obey the Bible without building relationships. People often say in our culture, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. That's not true because the New Testament, uh, New Testament Christians would uh, uh, teach us that you uh, must be in relationship with others, other believers to be obedient Christians. 
So relationship is important. Depending on what translation you use, there are four to forty to fifty verses that uh, that you can't possibly obey outside of relationships, and we call them uh, we call them one another's. A few of my favorites. So I'm going to just do a shotgun run of, um, this is not all 40, but it's just a synopsis of the author's favorite. And they were really good. Romans two, uh, 12 and 10, it says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Romans, uh, uh, also Romans 12 and 10, serve one another. Um, I'm sorry, honor one another above yourself. Galatians 5 and 13, serve one another in love. Colossians 3, 13, forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. 1 Thessalonians 5 and uh, 5 and 11, build each other up. Hebrews 10 and 25, encourage one another. James 4, 11, don't slander one another. James 5 and 9, don't grumble against each other. James 5 and 16, pray for each other. Sounds like intentional relationship building to me, huh? So I hope that you um, gotten that, wrote that down. However, um, get that in your spirit. Go back to those verses. If you uh, are listening, move that little ball thing. and reverse it okay slide it back so you can get what you need and go to your bible and even if you don't have a bible honey you can google them verses and read the whole shebang bang and so i would be amiss to not say all of this stuff and not give you an opportunity to receive the one who does all of the things who does all these good great, mighty, wonderful things uh, for us to live um, a life free. And um, after saying that salvation prayer does not mean that it's like a genie in a bottle and our whole world will, um, everything will go right. What it means is that we have the power uh, and the grace to sustain, right? And so I just want you to pray this prayer. Father, I acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of your grace. Father, I ask that you please forgive me of these sins. I I acknowledge my need for you on today, and I call on you in accordance to your word that says, whosoever calls on the name of Jesus shall be saved, and that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord, we will be saved. I confess that Jesus is the son of God who died and rose with all power in his hands. And I ask that you come into my heart and that you rule and govern over my life in Jesus name. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I know that heaven is rejoicing and I rejoice with you. I just ask you this one favor. I want you to get connected to a Bible believing church that teaches teaches the principles, these principles of having a relationship with God and being fishers of men and going out and doing the things that God has called you to do, but being in the church that will edify you, that will build you up and um, launch you out when you're good and ready so that you yourself can offer Christ as well with understanding. So I say, welcome into the kingdom. If you've done this, I want to know all of the things all of the things. (laughs) I want to know all of the things. And so um, um, if you want to connect with me, you can. Um, You can do this. And some of you may be saying, child, who are you? I heard your podcast. I took my time to listen. Well, I am Patria Brumfield. I am a Georgia resident. 
I am a certified empowerment coach who personalizes and specializes in a personal growth and development and emotional wholeness. I am also the minister of gospel ordained. Um, I'm an author and mentor and speaker, and I consider myself a purpose pusher that endeavors to help women, especially those are my targeted audience. I love, love, love uh, seeing women, especially some of the women like me that had some brumps and bruises and made a whole bunch of mistakes in their life's journey and um, don't have sometimes don't have the courage to get up because they felt like they've run out of all options all chances well i'm your girl for the job to get you out of that rut and to get you to show up in life boldly with understanding that we are not the things that we've been through or what has happened to us but um uh, doing all of this through my straightforward personality and my message of boldness because baby honey you can still be bold and beautiful and courageous and all these things. And so I challenged women um, to own their own stuff, um, as you heard early in the day, and um, um, begin to look at their current situations from a winning winning mindset. It's all in how you look at it. Are you growing for, from it? Are you gleaning from it? Are you getting wiser from it and not being the victim, right? Um, and you do this by facing the music, by facing the truth with courage and um, making the decision to live again, to try again, to hope again, to believe again. And I do all of these things by way of my coaching and mentorship programs and my empowerment conferences um, and through my writings. Right. And um, so and I do all of that. And uh, to um, because um, I am a lover of God. And so I encourage others to embrace their God given call um, to do it, uh, to be bold, to be and to do things boldly, authentically and unapologetically. But the staple of all of the things that I do is my love uh, for God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. They are my why for everything that I do. They are why and who I am and what what I am, right? And so um, that's just a little bit about me. So if you want to connect and you want to know more about me, feel free to go to www.beboldempowerment.com. You can get my full bio and my credentials if you still want you know, to know a little bit more about me. You can also follow me on Instagram at bebold underscore Patria. Um, or, or did I change it? I think it's all things underscore bold. There you go. And um, you can uh, find me there. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you will see the chart of all the ways that you can follow me. You can follow me on Facebook. The group is fairly new. And so I need some followers on YouTube. Um, it's a new channel. Go ahead, like, subscribe so that you can get that ding, that notification when I post this episode there. And then, of course, share. Um, I, 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 I want all of the people from different backgrounds, different creeds, you know, whatever. I believe that we have all been touched by different things that supersedes our ethnicity. And so I want to connect with you and I want you to share out this information. Um, also, if you would like to um, be a guest appearance on this podcast, you can also write in at bebold at patriabrumfield.com. And if you pray the salvation prayer, this is also um, the space where you can do that because I want to know all the things and I want to encourage you and I want to pray with you. Um, and so that is it. That concludes our time together. And as always, be bold, be you, stand out because you were built for this thing called boldness, honey. God bless you. Be bold.